welcome back to the top. <laughs> we out here, episode 56. 1217 or something. We got the new setup today. We're testing out. You guys let us know what you think about the audio, the video, if this is any fucking different. We got a little fucking webcam. Looks a little different, so. And I've had this mic for a couple years because I've been tending on doing a podcast forever. But <laughs> let us know if this sounds and looks better to you guys. Um, welcome back. I feel like we haven't done this in like a month. I know. Even though it's only been a week. It's been a oh, we died one day late or some shit. Yeah, right. One morning late. So, yeah, last week, welcome to Doobie, Doobie Talk Podcast. I'm Derek. This is Aaron. This What's is High Rise TV How Studios. How's the kids? Um, and we're back. Last week uh, we had Mike Franklin on. That was fucking rad. I'm yeah, glad. That's a dope episode. Share that with you guys. He's a fucking great dude. Great Crazy stories. stories. If you haven't checked that one out yet, check that out for sure. It's a little longer, but it's pretty fucking just filled with craziness. He's ridiculous. <laughs> He's fucking super funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, this past week, High Rise TV, we did, we did a bubble shoot. Finally, we've had this idea yeah. to fucking um, take bubbles, <laughs> like blowing bubbles like you're a kid, and smoke, smoke the fucking weed through them. Yeah, smoke weed, <laughs> blow the smoke through them. It makes smoky bubbles. You can pop them. So I had this idea for like two years to shoot that shit in 240 frames per second and we finally got that done with some um friends from Zeke Farms uh Phoenix Carla Phoenix Elbow Mackenzie got down and then we shot some shit so keep an eye out for that in the next couple days Mackenzie just shot an episode of two girls with um one of our new employees Amanda where they took half gram dabs out of the four foot bong over Aaron's shoulder. Hey, did you see that footage? Amanda fucking champed it. She <laughs> fucking champed it. Yeah. She was just like focused. <laughs> like Mackenzie just went in normal max style, and you could see like Amanda looking zen out. She was just like, <sighs> just like I'm training. Like, all right, I work at high rise now. Like, fuck, I gotta get yeah. in the zone. I gotta start smoking. I gotta fucking get my lungs up. Keep oh. up with Mackenzie. Oh my god. <laughs> Crazy. So, uh, got a lot of shit. A lot of uploads coming, coming, a lot of content coming. Uh, fucking, what else? It's your weekend. It's like this whole week just flew by. I don't shit was remember the last week, really. Just fucking grinding, day. like usual. Fucking weekend was... you work all weekend? I went out, dude. Oh, you the turned? The fucking Bukaki boys. United. <laughs> boys. So, just a fucking... This is kind of a funny story, I guess. Like... So me and a couple of my business partners, we had like an inside joke. Like, I don't even know how it fucking started. Like, fucking Blake was always like, oh, Bukaki. Like, I don't even know how it started. But anyways, we're like, all right, like, this is like a year and a half ago. Like, we're going to start our corporation so we can start some businesses under it or whatever. We're like, all right, what do we call it? And we're like, fuck. Like, I don't know. Should we just do our initials? Like, we call it fucking Prestige Worldwide. Like, what the fuck do we call it? And we're like, how about Bukaki International? <laughs> we're like, how about just fuck it and then we just make it into a joke like i mean that's just kind of how we are like not really take shit too seriously or whatever so our corporation name is bkke international which is fucking hilarious so it's bukaki international so we go to the bank and they're just like uh 
BKK. <laughs> we're just like, let's pronounce Bukaki. <laughs> yeah, and we're just like trying to like, our accountant's like going over our shit, and she's just like, Bukaki. We're just like, dude, it's so stupid. So we're retarded. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but. So, business yeah. meetings. So you can only imagine Anyways, how those like, business meetings Yes, yeah, so you can only imagine how my partners are. So, fuck, we haven't been out in like, I haven't been out in probably fucking six months, maybe longer. I don't even remember the last time I went out. It's been a minute. So we rounded up the troops. We fucking what day was it? hit the dusty trail. Saturday? Friday night. So we went over to uh, Nikki Fax's house. Uh, we started in Newport. Then from there, we wound up at some strip club in like Anaheim. And then from there, we wound up at, like, some karaoke bar in, like, fucking Fountain Valley. Like, I don't even know how we got to all these places. Like, just Nikki Fax just Ubering us around town, just fucking swiping the car and fucking, like, <laughs> so funny. So we just went on, like, a world tour and just got super fucking wasted and good times. We had some funny-ass videos of Corey doing karaoke. Just, like, I don't know how we did not get kicked out of this place. We just, like, wander into this karaoke bar at, like, 3 in the morning. Didn't even know this place is open, like Fountain Valley or something, like some fucking whatever. And like, we're in there just like turn, like just throwing tables, and Corey's screaming into the thing, and Nikki's walking on the furniture, and fucking Blake's talking shit to the security. Just like typical classic, fucking classic bullshit. Like yeah. So like that was pretty crazy, but just woke up at like twelve on Nikki's couch, just like dying, like hungover as fuck because I haven't gone out forever. So I just slept all fucking day Saturday. So that was like the first day I just like literally did not do fucking anything. Damn, you like, had a day off? I'm fucking sleeping and watching fucking TV. Just like bullshit TV. Literally like nothing. Watching I got into a new show, so Silicon Valley. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, it's like super sick. So I've just been like binge watching that shit. But that and then Sunday, fucking back to work. Back on the grizzly. So yeah, that was kind of a change of pace, I guess, for once. When I got fucked. <laughs> Got a little buck, so damn. Yeah. I uh, I was wedding all weekend. Wedding life. <laughs> yeah, one of our good friends got married on Saturday, and I was in the wedding. So Friday, I had to do like Friday morning. I had to do the rehearsal, and then Friday night we had to do the dinner, and then all day Saturday. Um, but it was fucking so sick, dude. It's like holding back. Like <laughs> everybody was just fucking holding back tears or crying because it's like. Was our one of our good friends? He's like such a good dude, man. He's like such a good fucking person, and he's been with this chick for like eight years, and she's fucking rad. She like plays video games and fucking watches college football and drinks beer and like works in the fucking video game industry, and like they're just the best. Like they're literally like older people look at them as like an example of a healthy relationship. So when they went up there and did that shit, it was like super fucking touching for everybody but yeah yeah it's like really cool um a lot of energy used a lot of emotions but um congratulations fucking kevin and lauren you guys will never watch this but i love you guys (laughs) um his friends are fucking super cool so yeah i did that then i went fucking skating on i fucking drove to santa monica like five times in (laughs) fucking three days dude i'm like so fucking tired but um yeah then i went skating on uh, sunday back to chafee um, it's like the new Carmody domain. Still JV. Dude, anywhere I can go and not jump a fence, and just <laughs> yeah. sit there not and the like, about shit, smoke like, weed yeah. and like, ten spots at one spot and yeah. not get kicked out and blah blah blah. So it's the dream down. Um, but yeah, the this dude that Kevion talks about in that podcast, 
Was oh, they there. talk about the skating Ryan. JP yeah, too. It's yeah. JP Janita and this dude Ryan that are like the super OGs, and Ryan's been there every single time I've gone there. So we'll fucking transition into that. Yeah. Um, so Aaron likes to listen to the drama podcast, the short story long. I'm sure a bunch of you that listen yeah. to us probably listen to that because it's like literally fucking very, very similar like uh, theme and you know overview of what we Yeah, we're like amateur hour. Fucking it's like yeah. short story long. Exactly. So he always has like dope people on, interesting people, business people, entrepreneurs, brand owners, celebrities. Yeah, make sure to check that out. Whatever, but oh, it's probably still going, right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Oh yeah, testing new shit. So one, two, three. (laughs) Pardon us. Um, Yeah, check that shit out. Fucking. So the last episode, one of the last episodes was this dude Kevion. Start a bit. So, yeah, basically, this dude is just, like, real estate fucking G. He's just an OG skater. And it's dope, too, yeah, because so his whole thing, what is it, from skate to real estate. Yeah. So, like, basically, same shit. He's just some skater, you know, hung out, you know, local, kind of similar area to us. Screw up skateboarding. Kind of, like, slowly got into real estate through his mom. Um, Got into doing, like, life coaching and... Well, health, wellness, and all this type of shit, and like uh, positive affirmations, and all this shit has a pretty like crazy story about like his come up and just how he did it, and just a lot of uh, really like breaking down like real estate and like how real estate works and how he like so now he basically like started just doing cold calls, like making commission for doing real estate shit, and now he like well has his own real estate group or something has like hundreds of people real estate. It's a it's a lot hundreds about, of millions of dollars in transactions, like crazy. And his shit's all about just like, um, not like self help, but just like uh, positive affirmations. Yeah, positive affirmations. Like some Tony like, Robbins shit. Um, personal development. That's what it is. Right. And so at a young age, like, where do you want to be? How can I help you get there? Yeah, like sure. vision. Like, it's a pretty crazy story because like this dude literally like did positive affirmations and vision boards and visualization and shit and pretty much visualized his fucking life. Like, to the like, T. To the T. And, like, made shit happen with the power of thought. And at, like, 19 years old or 17 years old, this dude's out, like, life coaching <coughs> really fucking successful realtors. He's, like, making fucking 20 racks a month. He eventually meets Jonas, who is the, um, the owner, the dude who started LRG. And they had a lot of mutual friends, so he ends up meeting him and going down to the office. And the dude, like, like, Kevion or Kevin is, like, driving a fucking nice little, like, Benz or whatever. And Jonas is like, damn, DJing must be praying pretty good. And he's like, nah, I don't really make that much money DJing. And Jonas is like, what do you do? And he's like, I'm a life coach. And he just threw that shit out there. Jonas is like, what Before he was even fuck? really a life yeah. coach, he's just like, oh, I'm a fucking He's like, that's coach. the first time I said that to anybody. Yeah. And he's like... Jonas is like, what the fuck? So obviously it got his attention and they became best friends to the point where like in the future. And this was like when LRG was nothing. This is, yeah. This before is when they were even yeah. fucking selling, or maybe they were selling. They were in hip hop. Like, they were yeah. doing hip hop and like just kind of probably starting to fuck they with skateboarders. hundred million dollars a year and mm-hmm. shit, you know. So he pretty much, Kevion came on and became best friends and like started like helping his entire team with personal development and then they turned into a hundred million dollar brand and fucking Jonas is like introducing fucking Kanye to Kevion as he's like, yo, Kanye, this is my fucking life coach. <laughs> yeah, like, how what? crazy is that? How insane yeah. is that? 
That's like, so, yeah, just, I don't know, like, his story is just crazy because it's a lot of, like, like, the affirmations or whatever, so it's like, I'm gonna do this, and then he gets it, or whatever, like, it's like some secret shit, and it's like, I don't know, I believe in that, I believe in some of this shit to an extent, but yeah. a lot of it I don't. Like, well, you have to put the work in. Exactly, because a lot of people think it's just like, like, I talk to a lot of people that literally think if you just are positive, and you put it out there, and you go after it, you're gonna get it, and it's like, no. You're just setting yourself up for fucking failure if yeah. that's what you think. Like, or yeah, yeah. People, if you think it's just going to magically fucking come to you, like, you're high. Like, And it's the same thing with hard work. There's people that work super fucking hard, but they don't have a direction and they don't have an end game goal. And then you're just going to end up fucking stagnant and just working the same job and blah, 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 where it's like, you got to put in the hard work, but you have to understand, you have to know where you want to go. Yeah. You know? Like, that's kind of what happened with me in skating. Yeah. Like, you just, like, I put in the work. And, like, everybody around me knew that I put in the work. And regardless if it wasn't working out at that moment, like, you know it's going to work. Like, with you. Like, you fucking work seven days a week, fucking eight years in a row on your company. Like, 12-hour days. Like, it's going to fucking work. Yeah. Like, unless you self-sabotage yourself, it's going to fucking work. Yeah. So, it's like, you have to do 90% of the work. You have to allow the universe to do 10% for you. But at the same time, you have to fucking be visualizing and knowing, like, this is where I want to be. Have a plan, a plan of action, how you're going to get mm-hmm. there, yeah. yeah. Without that, yeah, like you said, you're just kind of... You're just working hard for nothing. Yeah. And, like, it's not going to... The universe won't pick up on that. Yeah. Because you could just be working hard, but the universe isn't going to pick up on you. Working hard towards something. Exactly. Like, towards actual... Goal. And, like, exactly what the fuck uh, Kevion says. He's like, the universe ask the universe for shit and you know this is like a religious thing and neither of us are really religious like we might have our own versions of spirituality or how energy works or whatever but like ask the universe and you shall receive mm-hmm. but you have to fucking ask but yeah. then you also have to do the hard work too yeah yeah but it's like you guys without even the ask it's you know what are you doing going after mm-hmm. it's just irrelevant or, so you're just waiting for fucking miracles to happen to you which is i just fucking hate when people watch the fucking secret if you don't know what the secret is Go on Netflix and fucking watch that shit. It's, like, pretty dope, but it's pretty silly. It's just, like, it's just over-exaggerated, you know? It's, like, I get the principles and, like, I get the theory of it and shit and it makes sense and whatever, but, like, you're not gonna fucking tell me that you put a fucking house on a fucking vision board and stared at it for three fucking years and then you fucking bought that house ten years later but you didn't know. Yeah. Are you fucking retarded? Yeah. How do you, like... How do you get from point A to point B? Like, what? That makes no sense to me. And that's just, like, I don't know, there's all these silly examples like that in this documentary, and then it just gives people the idea that, like, okay, I'm just going to put a Corvette on my fucking fridge and yeah. fucking stare at that shit every day, and I'm going to fucking drive a Corvette in five years. It's like, no, like, I don't know, that's that's what I don't like about it. Or it's it, you 2017, know? and you could just fucking get a loan and lease a Corvette and put it on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Corvette. We know people who do that. <laughs> 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 no, like, I've been thinking a lot about the affirmations, and he's talking about, you know, like, the 100 day, 100 days, like, make an affirmation to yourself every morning for 100 days, mm-hmm. and, like, to me, and, and I've been, I was thinking about it, even before I started trying to make the affirmation, I'm, like, thinking about it, like, how does this fucking work? Yeah. Like, how, what is the dynamic of how this shit works? I'm not fucking smart at all. Disclaimers. I'm just fucking doobie talking. I'm just getting high and talking bullshit. Which could be hand close. <laughs> there's, there's a bowl in here, too, if you want to get that. Um, and uh, I was like okay affirmations or whatever like it's constantly in your mind you know law of attraction obviously but I feel like it's also 
something when you're constantly telling yourself and you're conscious of that that's your that is your goal that when resistance comes up and distractions come up and procrastinations come up since you're constantly reaffirming your goal in your head you resist against your resistance mm -hmm. so if you're not creating these affirmations and then you have a resistance that comes up that somebody's like, yo, let's go to the bar. Yo, homie, let's do this. Oh, you want to go do this? You blah, 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 blah. You want to get fucking mimosas Saturday morning? Then you know you have shit to do. But if you're not constantly telling yourself you have that goal, mm -hmm. when the homie hits you up and he's like, yo, let's go get a Bloody Mary, you're like, fuck it, let's go. But yeah. when you're constantly, that morning when you read your affirmations and you're like, I'm going to fucking buy a house in the next 18 months. I'm going to fucking do this. I want to do that. You're like, you read that shit an hour ago, and you're like, "Fuck, I want to go to that Bloody Mary," but you're like, "Nah, dude, check off that house." Yeah, I, got, I actually got some fucking shit I gotta do right yeah. now. Yeah. So like, I was trying to think deeper than just like the law of attraction, but it's like, does it, the affirmations remind you to push against that resistance that's constant? I think that that's crazy that you, like you said that because like that just clicked with me because like I think that's what my problem is or like not problem but like I have like I'm always like. Like, that's what I do, is I fucking write shit, I make lists, and I fucking tackle those systems. lists. Like, systems. Like, not even so much systems, just like, I need to do this, yeah, I need I to do that, like, too. what can I do better, like, just, so it's, I always have something to do, always, like, no matter what, like, like, even if I got all my work done, I can just go, and like, I have, you know, high-rise, diverse, high-rise TV, loud packs, hat beasts, all these brands, like, I could fucking, the website could be better on that brand. Why isn't the brand room fucking updated on this brand? Why isn't this look like there's always something that could be done better and so I'm always like making and that's why like people go home at six o'clock whatever like I'm always feeling like I'm drowning because I'm just always making lists of things to do and I'm always trying to check it there's off always and, like, something, dude. it's like you could always You're be doing shit you know? like, and I, you know I started doing this a little over six months ago and it's I'm way more productive yeah because there's those times where you get home and you're like I want to relax. I know I have shit to do, but I kind of want to relax. But like, I can't really think of the shit to do. Or, or the times where you're sitting down and you're like relaxing, but you know you have shit to do, but you can't really think of what you, the shit that you have to do. Yeah. So then that just causes this like subtle anxiety. Mm -hmm. But then when you look at your list, you're like, these are the things I need to do. Or I did invoices yesterday, something I was putting off for a week, took me 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah. But it was like lingering in the back of my head for a week. You yeah. Know? And it's just like, dude, make the list. And, uh, and it's like, put your affirmation out there and then. Use these lists to help you get to that. Like, that's how I look at it. Like, I have, like, whatever, like, goals, exactly. Like, goals. I know what I'm trying to get done this week, and I know what I'm trying to get done in a year or whatever, you know? So it's, like, it's good to put it out there, but then you have to have a plan to get there. Exactly. You follow that plan, Execution. else it's kind of useless. Yeah. So this goes, um, my girlfriend sent me this this morning. This is this quote, um, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert notes. Possessing a creative mind is like having a border collie as a pet. It needs to work or else it will cause you an outrageous amount of trouble. Give your mind a job to do or else it'll find a job to do and you might not like the job it invents. Eating the couch, digging a hole in the living room floor, biting the mail line, etc. If I'm not actively creating something, then I'm probably actively destroying something. Myself, my relationship, or my own peace of mind. We all need to find something to do in our lives that stops us from eating the couch. Done is better than a... Done is better than good... Done is better than good. Become a self. Become a disciplined half-ass. And that, like, when she said that, that reminded me of us because, like, yeah, we do. Oh, and this will transition into the perfection thing. But like, yeah, like that is everything that he just says. Like, find a fucking find something to do. Like, 
if you're fucking bummed out or you're depressed or whatever, like, I get it. Like, I've dealt with fucking depression in my life. But, like, just doing fucking anything. Just do, f- clean your room. Make yeah. your bed. Like, every morning I've been making my bed for, like, the last nine months. And just that fucking 30 seconds of just mental peace of mind and then knowing your shit's clean. It's just yeah. uncluttering is, like, huge. So just give yourself a task. Do that shit. Make those accomplishments. And then, um, Done is better than good. Become a self dis a, a disciplined half ass. Like and that's like, dude. That's fucking. That's like what Gary Vee's been pushing tough the last like fucking couple weeks or whatever. Is it's just like, just fucking do it. Like you know what I mean. Like exactly. Doing it is better than fuck. You know, like doing it wrong or doing it half ass or doing it halfway good or whatever is better than fucking not doing it because exactly. at least you have a fucking point to go from from there. Mm-hmm. Cool, I didn't do it good enough. I could tweak this. Oh, that didn't work out that way. I could do this. Okay, it's working out. I'd do more of this. Yeah. Like, but if you just sit there and think about it and think about like, what if this doesn't work or what if that doesn't work or what if fucking this or what if that, then you're, you're lost. You're not doing yeah. anything. and You're just, you're not doing anything, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, just do it. And then, cool, you fail. At least you fucking know what you failed from, and then you can fucking move forward. Going like, back to like, but you're you never gonna move yeah. forward if you just don't move at all. You know, it's like yeah, learning is like money. Learning and knowledge is that your failure, what you take from that, is almost worth money. Like that's we talk, literally we talked like, about that in running the ads and shit. Like you have to spend that energy or spend that money to get that information to know what to do or not to do. Next. That's like literally like I want to say number like. Top three most important things of fucking running a business. Like, maybe even top, maybe even the number one thing is, like, when you fuck up or you make a mistake, like, look at that as value. Look at that as, like, how do I not make that mistake happen again? Like, how many fucking mistakes have I made? Oh, my God. Like We laugh about them. Dude, how much fucking money have I lost? How many times have I gotten scammed? How many fucking, like, like, so many, like, it's like insane you know what i mean Dude. but it's like every time it's like all right i'm not gonna not fucking gonna let that, that happen again next. you know what i mean and then like, next year cool like like there was one year we lost like almost 60 grand just by getting scammed or by our employees being negligent or just just mistakes in general we lost so much fucking money but then that next year we lost like five grand yeah. you know what and i mean you made more money exactly and then it, you know, so. now we're so it's like you just have to fucking really look at like what like yeah. what went wrong and how it went wrong and then make sure you don't fucking do that again. The people that fucking lose are the ones that lose the 60 grand on the next year they don't learn from it yeah. and they make the same fucking mistake over and over and over. And like, people are like, well, fuck, some reality show will just come bail me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking 2017. But, um, Jesus. but yeah, when t- the whole like half-ass thing, like, we definitely like, we're not half-ass, but we definitely go for volume. Like, when we're creating content... We're not trying to make everything perfect. We're just trying to fucking push shit out there. Yeah, like. we just need to, like... A lot of people are very successful just doing iPhone vlogs and fucking webcam shit and the really basic shit, and they're the ones that... I would say are, some of the most successful they're ones. They're creating you know? the biggest engagement and have the biggest followings, and it doesn't have to be 4K red cam fucking footage make with the best camera, and, and we need yeah. clipboards and boom mics and fucking all this shit. Just a small example, or photo shoots, like, we don't need a big photo shoot with catering or whatever, like, just go out for fucking 45 minutes in whatever location, and... People just make everything way too complicated all the time, and we see it every fucking day, and it's like, we're over here doing, like, like, you'd be fucking amazed if you saw some of the photo shoots and shit that we made happen with literally no money, no resources, no fucking lighting, nothing, just, like, 
this fool's fucking talent and fucking the whatever product location, whatever it is. Like, people think we're fucking out here with like fucking lights and makeup and fucking yeah. You know what I mean? Like the full nine, and then they yeah. like want to use our fucking services, and then we're like, all right, cool, give us your shit, we'll go shoot it, and then they want to fucking yeah, exactly. Well, where's the lights and where? No, we uh, don't need that, bro. Like we're past that. We already have our formula. We have our yeah, system. We know how to, to make like formula. So it's I, I get people know. hitting me up all it's the time. For, like you, you, you fucking for, get for it, like yeah. photo work. I get people hitting me up all the time, and like I do all my shit natural light. We have like a couple fucking like, um, like model lights in the studio. But people are like, oh, like I like what you did for this person's web store. Can you like shoot the photos on the white backdrop for me? And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm like, yeah, this is like what my fucking the, the price is, and he people are like cool dude do you have like the whole studio with the big white <laughs> backdrop and do you have the lights and the flashes and, da, 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 da. and i'm like no you liked my product here's the price it's actually one <laughs> one one tenth of the price that you're going to pay for somebody with the crazy studio but people they want to rent out the giant fucking studio because they want to instagram and flex and be like we're fucking shooting t-. okay well, how many times have we experienced that dude all well, the time it's... like i have people hit me up yo shoot my product shots Cool. Give me your product, and I'll just fucking no. Well, where's your studio? I wanted to do no. That no. What do you want? <laughs> do you want the final product, or do you want the process that turns out like shit, costs you, or that might not turn out like shit, or do you want the process that costs you ten times more, just so that you could fucking be like, yeah, I fucking CEO of the fucking clothing company, and we're at the photo shoot with the mod. Like no, dude. Like cost you fucking hundred dollars. I'll shoot your fucking product shots in an hour. Fucking I'll call them out. Yeah. You won't, you, won't, you won't have to be there. You can spend your time doing something more wisely. Sorry, you're not going to be able to flex on it. But yeah. at the end of the day, your shit's going to be on your website selling. And it's like, that's yeah. the smart play. But it's like yeah. 99% of people go the fucking opposite route. And they think, we need studio. We need lights. We need camera. We need this. We need that. Cool. You're going to waste three days and $4,000. When you get to fucking pay Derek 100 bucks, 200 bucks, quality's going to be 100 times better. You're not even going to know. Yeah. And you're going to be up and running in one day. You're not wasting yeah. any time. You're not wasting any money. You're fucking moving. Like, I have people that want to give me $150 to shoot their fucking product shots. And they're like, here, here's what the hundreds does. And I was like, the hundreds pays $5,000 <laughs> a day for their shit. You want to go rent me a digital Hasselblad that costs $50,000 and I'll fucking shoot your shit? Like, oh no, but but I want it like the hundreds. Okay, well then go fucking find that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, And it's like... You're so fucking humble about your shit, and I know you, like, you're always just like, yeah, my photos, whatever, but it's like, this fool's photos are just as good as any, fo- like, I can confidently say, like, our co- our content is, like, just as good as fucking many of the top fucking clothing brands out there right now, like, and it's like, people just sleep on it, they just think that they need way more, and this and that, it's well, like, no, yeah. just trust the fucking person that's fucked, like, obviously they're hitting you up for a reason, there you, you know? go, you're, you're, you're hitting somebody up so for a service, or like, or also, if you want to get work done, like creative work don't fucking hit somebody up that does one specialty and want them to do something that you want them to do <laughs> yeah. so like don't hit a graphic designer up or don't hit like somebody who's really good at paint hand painting signs and be like hey man can you make this graphic design no you hire him for hand painting. you know what i mean or like don't like he put you up for video or like fucking random shit and you're like no like i'm or, yeah. trying to shoot photos for you. Or like, why, you why do you want me to film? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Shit like that. You I know, showed up to like... a fucking gig like two weeks ago that I was hired to shoot photos for an hour and I show up and this dude's like, cool, can you shoot video? And I'm like, no. He fucking <laughs> hired me and then he starts giving me attitude. I'm like, 
no, you hired me to come shoot. Like, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't bring any equipment. Like, yeah. Don't get mad at me because you didn't tell me that. But yeah. so this is just, this, we'll, we'll transition into this fucking next quote, which is also by Elizabeth Gilbert. Thank you to my lovely girlfriend for giving <laughs> us this content. Elizabeth Gilbert says, "Perfectionism is just a high-end, hot couture version of fear. Perfectionism is just fear and fancy shoes and a mink coat. It's just an excuse. It's just fucking somebody who's making. It's just a fancy excuse. A lot of times, like." The shit that we tell ourselves or we hear other people say everybody in the world wants to start their own company but people are like they have this idea but then when it comes down to it they act like their idea is not good enough and they want it to be better and no i actually want it to be fucking organic or i i don't i don't want it to be this or that yeah. i want it to be custom and it can't just be a regular dad cap. It, it has to be 72 hits. And well, I'm not going to do it until the color's right. Or I don't want the That's artwork the doesn't look right. I need 17 revisions on the. It's like, dude, you're just making fucking excuses to not finish the product. Like he says, like we always say, like by time. It's wasted time. You're wasting, you could you're be fuck 2017. Time is everything. You Speed, could be selling time, that's everything. Like, that's when everything is sold. Every app that's successful is selling us time. It's selling us Uber, it's selling us time. Fucking Yelp is selling us fucking time. Everything that you're looking at as far as technology is to save us time so that we can do more cool shit. So the more time you're wasting trying to be perfect and trying to make your shit the fucking Rolex of fucking dad caps or Rolex, whatever, <laughs> like. When you can just be diving in and learning as you go, like that's, that's how we did it, like, you know what I mean? Because like, then you could get your perfect product after six months of sampling. Or, and then you're not going to learn anything either. Like, you need to you need to fuck up and you need to fail to fucking grow. Like, especially if you want to fucking do your own company. Like, yeah. you know? Like, how many fucking embroidery companies did I go through? Like, the first high-rise hats were so fucking shitty. I thought they were great because I didn't know any better. I was like, oh, this is awesome, you know what I mean? And now, like, if you compare this to that, it's like... Even now, like... Day, it's fucking insane. Even now, I'll come into my uh, the uh, studio, and I'll be like, oh, do I need to shoot these? And Aaron will be like, no, nah, we ran this wrong, you know? And it's yeah. just like, it's... But even sometimes he's like, fuck it, we're just going to sell it anyway. <laughs> yeah. You just like, like, you oh, just it's the wrong it color. Whatever, who cares? We don't got time. Keep it moving, you know? Close enough. Um, dude, there's one... Okay, so... I guess we can go back to this caveat thing real quick talking about big brother but like so what going rewind back to this caveat rewind. shit we um, need to fucking post that or some shit the vital skate <laughs> oh we have vital skate skate that's yeah. insane so um going back to this shit da, 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 da. um so he talks he talks about like uh like your gift like knowing what your gift is and like you gotta find what your gift is, and your gift is like what you do with the least amount, like the most success with the least amount of work. And that's not your passion, you know. Like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, that's not gonna be your passion. So yeah, it's the thing that you do the best with the least amount of effort. And that's a recurring thing with like a lot of fucking successful people. Is it's like figure out what you're good at, and then just focus on that, and not try to fucking be good at everything and do everything. And, you know, it's like the fuck are you good at like, what do you enjoy doing and then like focus on that you know and it's like once you find out what that is and you tap into that and then you spend your 10,000 hours doing that you will be successful and you will be able to make money with the least amount of effort so that you can 
use all your energy on shit that you want to do and direct all that and channel that into your passion. So that's like, and ideally you kind of want those to mix at some point. Yeah. But that's a slippery slope also because like, and it's like being self-aware. That's a good one too. It's like, like, that's like the main not being fucking, fucking delusional and thinking that you're like this fucking amazing writer that shit's gonna happen to or you or something and like really you're strong in fucking graphics or something you know yeah it's like you need to know what you're good at not just like what you like to do like mm-hmm. what are you actually good at what do other people think you're good at not just what do you think you know what i mean uh-huh. kind of like really be self-aware and like honest uh-huh. with yourself like yeah cause cause we like, see that a lot too in our just industry in general you know like people like just trying to do too much and they trying to do this when really they should be doing that you know <laughs> Cheech is going ham. Cheech should be chilling. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah, like photography. Photography is not like, like, it's been like a lightweight. Like I've been into it like my whole life and shit. Like I've always been down to film second angles and bring cameras out. But you like shoot your back fifty at fucking Walmart, bump to barrier back in the day. And I've always been down and had an interest in it. But it's never been like, it's never like grabbed me like skateboarding or basketball or any any of those things in my life but i grew up around photography so it's second nature to me because my fucking dad is a photographer in a studio so like by default i learned even though i didn't i was trying to not learn so it's somewhat of second i don't know the gift or what i wouldn't call it a gift or talent it might just be second nature because of that so i use that like, I like it, it's cool, but I'm not, like, going home and fucking watching And that's, like, that's the funniest shit, night. like, how this fool talks about his photos, like, it's just so nonchalant, but just so, like, so many dope photos and shit, and people would, like, like, we go to fucking multi-million dollar corporations, and they look at this fool's photos, and they're like, how did you do this? And he's like, what do you mean, like, I'm not even trying. You know, like, this fool doesn't even fucking try, he just, like, kills it so hard, it's so funny, dude. But it's, like, like, people have no idea. I can use so that, funny. and, like... It just comes naturally. Is yeah, what I'm exactly. Saying. Like it's just, and it's you don't cool. even think I don't twice hate about it. it. I don't. You're hate just like, it. yeah, whatever. I, I, people I are like, it. oh my god, yeah. You know, and so crazy. I can use that, and I can put my energy into that, and it doesn't take takes energy. Don't get me wrong, like creativity. Like I go home, my brain feels depleted because I just think that feels good sometimes, and like then it saves me the energy to do other shit. You know what I mean? To like read and want to learn in areas that I want to learn in, or focus on other shit, and I could just do this shit half-ass yeah and it works good enough and then i can try to do shit that i'm <laughs> yeah. not good at you know what i mean yeah. and shit that i like and so they're not gonna put energy into it or whatever but that's it find your gift and like what do you get at? what do you have like the step ahead of the next person like we all have like some little thing and it's just tapping into that and yeah. you guys like i always say on these podcasts like you guys watching this you guys have talent like something to tap into that we don't have everybody's got something different yeah everybody's got something so and also another thing i've been saying a bunch of times just like with shit is like do what brought you to the dance (laughs) yeah like god damn for sure like stay in your lane and don't just fucking veer off course you know if you're killing it at one thing and just actually i'm gonna do this real quick it's just like ah, i don't know just do both yeah um you want to talk about like so okay much, yeah so, so much we'll, we'll bring up uh so there's this new documentary called dumb so what dumb is it's the story of big brother and for those of you that aren't familiar with big brother big brother is basically like 
how to do how to explain it. It's, it's like Jackass magazine. in a magazine before Jackass. It's when Jackass came from. It's, yeah, it's all the dudes from Jackass, pretty much. It's a skateboarding like, magazine that came out in, like... Basically, like... Mid to late 90s. Like, how it started was Steve Rocco, the owner of World Industries at the time. So, World Industries at the time was fucking killing it. Like, unstoppable. Putting out, like, just the dopest graphics. They had the dopest team. Dopest writers. Marketing. It was a, just the dopest company. Like, they're going against what was fucking... They're going against all the Powell and the corporate and the Tony Hawk and the fucking this and that. And like, fuck you. I'm going to put a fucking them. pussy on my board and a fucking... Dude, just the gnarliest shit. Just like, running an ad the gnarliest calling graphics, out like, the other Just talking shit. shit on everyone. Like, just doing raw shit their own way. So the owner is just this crazy dude. And he's just, like, super, like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Like, you're either with me or you're against me type of shit. So he's, like, just always doing, like, next level, like marketing advertising trying to get attention trying to get a rise he's a way ahead of his time and uh so he put out these ads and it's like fucking how to kill yourself or it's like fuck you birdhouse like i don't know just like just the rawest shit and like and these fucking trans world that it's like tony hawk doing a 900 with his helmet on and then the next page it's like how to kill yourself or it's like fucking the animal farm logo with yeah. like animals being slaughtered yeah. or just like Michael just Michael. gnarly shit and so one of the ads he was trying to run was a, a sequence of a some ledge trick and it was like this dude trying a ledge trick and he didn't land it so it's like a sequence of him not making it and then the next page is the same dude holding a gun to his head like he's killing himself because he didn't land it so Transworld's like nah I'm not gonna run this so they call Steve Rocco and they're like hey we can't run this ad like my friend killed himself, like, um, like one of my personal friends committed suicide, like, blah, 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 and then the Steve Rocco dude's just like, cool, I'm sorry, like, is there anything else I should know? Like, just kind of like, fuck you, you know, like, this is America, like, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want type of shit, like, yeah. and so, but you, he's like, alright, you're not gonna yeah. run my ad, like, fuck you, I'm gonna make my own magazine, and that's how it started. Oh my god. So that's how Big Brother started, was this dude was like, fuck you, I'm gonna do it my own way, I'm gonna do my own shit. I'm going to run whatever I want, and nobody's going to tell me what to do. Because this dude's just a G, and he's just way ahead of his time. So, like... So, what point did, like... So, they're making, like, I don't know, probably, like, 10 million a year or some shit at this point, 15 million a year, like, making a lot of fucking And bread. it was raw as fuck, dude. I'm, like, 13 so years old, raw. reading Big Brother, and it's, like... Keep in mind, skating back then... How to was, buy crack cocaine. Yeah. How to kill yourself. Skating back then was dope as fuck. It's not this cookie-cutter fucking commercial fucking Mountain Dew. This was before X Games. Before you, all that before shit was involved in Before all that shit. You're reading fucking... I'm like 13 reading an article about... And it's like Chris Narocco, who's one of the yeah. amazing writer, Dave Carney, Chris Narocco, Jeff Tremaine, the dude who went to like produce Jackass. But like, it's like... Using baby wipes... And he's, like, talking about getting hemorrhoids and how he had hemorrhoids <laughs> forever and, like, wiping his ass and, like, a whole extensive article about ass wiping and then, like, switching to baby wipes and, like, how good it was on his ass. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, like, 13 reading this shit or, like, it was, everything was so raw or, like, Clyde Singleton would do, like, the ghetto snacks fucking article and he's, yeah. like, breaking down all, like, the super ghetto liquor store, like, the little, like, barrel, the bobo juice, the yeah. barrel of juice and... <laughs> All the fucking ho-ho snacks and shit. Yep. So, like, they start this fucking magazine, and the dude's just like, I want every issue to be different. So, like, the first issue was just whatever. Second issue was fucking 
a spiral. The third issue was a comic book. The fourth issue came into a fucking cereal box. The fifth, like everything was a gimmick. And it was just like, I don't even care. He's just like, just make a magazine. So it's just like, fucking homies just like writing articles about like how to buy crack on the street, how to fucking, uh, how to kill yourself, how to um, smoke weed, the Bong Olympics, like just porn in there, like jackass. And they get fucking the. I think it's Kristen Racco. Oh, he's like doing all the music shit. shit. And he's like going interviewing all these musicians and just asking them like, just like, yeah, goes big pun, big pun or whatever. You're like interviewing him and he's like, yo, like, why do you spend so much money on shoes if you can't even see him? He's so fat. Just like being a dick, like interviewing the, the head of Black Sabbath and just being like, man, they put your little ass on a fucking album. Just like talking shit to these like oh my God. superstars, you know? And so they just, like, had a reputation just, like, doing their own thing, like, however the fuck they wanted. And, like, they would, like, cross the line a lot. And then it got to the point where the advertisers in Big Brother were like, all right, cool, it's a free-for-all. Yeah. So then Shorties and all these companies started doing just the rawest ads. So Shorties did an ad with a pussy, with a bearing in the pussy, and the other thing coming out of a butthole. But it was fake. And, and even uh, they were like, fuck, I don't know if we could run it. But then he's like, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't run it. Yeah. You know? So then they like they had to put a disclaimer that it was fake or whatever, but they still ran it. Oh my like, god! Just crazy I shit. I love skating back in the nineties. So sick, like so it's, it's so dope too because like so they're just doing these whatever like all these crazy magazines like it's starting to get a little bit of traction, starting to get some advertisers and shit, and it's just like the weirdest group. It's just like the outcasts, all the outcasts just come together. It's like fucking all the jacket like Johnny Knoxville like they. They randomly find him, he's just, like, shooting himself. Like, the first thing was, like, pepper spray, taser, shoots himself. Like, all in one day. And they're just like, who the fuck is this dude? And then, like, boom, he's on the squad. Then, like, they get fucking Tremaine. And they get Rocco. And they get fucking all these characters. And then, like, and it's all random how they all, they're not like they go out and find these people. They all just attract. They all just literally attracted. Like, and then, like, this Earl Parker dude, like, this weird-ass fucking dude just, like, shows up on the doorstep. And they're like, cool, you're our new writer. And then this full turn just lives under his desk, and they're like, we'd go to the gas station and buy him two, like, it's so gross, they buy him these two, like, pink, like, cake things in blue soda. And they're just like, here, he's like, he lived off blue soda and pink cakes for, like, three years. Like, we would just go to the gas station and buy this full shit, and just, he'd just live off that and live under his desk. And he's just super awkward and weird, and just, like, super awkward and super socially weird, like a fucking weirdo. What did he go on to do? He was a writer. So, so you like, just write articles. Did he articles. go on to do, like, fucking jackass stuff with those dudes? Or? No, I don't really know what he went on to do. He's still weird as fuck. But, like, and then it was, like, Mark McKee and the other... Mark McKee's uh, the artist. The other, there's another dude. Yeah. What was the other guy's name? Uh, there's, like... I don't know. There's another artist dude or whatever, like, two nor- just dorky-ass mm-hmm. fucking dudes drawing the illest fucking graphics. So they just had this weird squad, like, and they are killing it, and then it got to the point where, like, people were, like, all right, you guys are, like, a little too crazy, like starting to piss off fucking parents and just piss off fucking everyone and like they're just losing every episode they put out or every magazine they put out they're losing 50 racks so like steve rocco's like we're just bleeding right now like i can't keep doing this like like we need to stop it and they're like no we need to sell it and they're like who's the fuck's gonna buy this boom larry flint hustler larry flint buys them out for like 100 racks or 150 racks or something like that Still keeps most of the employees, so just buys them out, lets them still kind of run it, but he does the distribution and the advertising and whatever. 
So then, like, he's running it. So it gets moved into the Hustler building. Yeah, exactly. And that's so where shit gets hu- fucking crazy. Yeah, so they're, like, fucking putting shit up in the windows. Like, it's, like, in downtown, wherever. Like, they're putting up things just, like, fucking big block letters in the window so you can see from the street. And just, like, just being, like, crazy skater, fucking big brother dudes. Just, they're, like, crazy jackass dudes. Yeah. Like, Steve-O. Like, all those dudes are part of it. And so, like, they move into uh, Larry Flint, whatever. Like, they're killing it, kind of. The ads are just getting gnarlier, gnarlier, gnarlier. And then uh, there's two big fucking things that happen, or three. So, like, one of them was, and this is so funny because I remember this so vividly for some reason. The kids issue with Ryan Shepard on the cover with block letters. Because my fucking grandparents bought me that issue. And you know why? And this is why they got in trouble. Because it's Ryan Sheckler on the cover. It says Big Brother in toy block letters. And it says Kids Issue in rainbow colors. Or, like, bright colors. So if you're a parent or, like, you don't know what Big Brother is. Like, like I'm I'm 10. I'm 10 years old, like, barely even getting into skating. And we're so going on a road sick. trip. Going to San Francisco, driving to San Francisco. My grandparents buy me this Big Brother. I'm 10. And Amazing. I'm reading this shit. And it's just like, would you fuck your mom to be as good as blah, blah, blah next page it's like a fucking naked chick like i'm just like just getting all this like raw ass shit at 10 you know like and then i was like big brother's dope you know what i mean like i'm this little kid like fuck yeah this is sick and then like my parents didn't know like they had no idea if they would have known what i was reading they would have fucking freaked out like for sure and so that's what happened all these fucking kids were buying this shit or parents were buying it for their kids and opening it up and it's like how to kill yourself and like how to buy crack cocaine and porn and this and that and they're like what the fuck? So, like, I'm pretty sure they got sued for that or something. That was, like, a big thing. And then the other crazy thing... Okay, so they're under the same distribution as Larry Flint, right? Yeah. The mailing list got switched. So, Larry Flint has, like, ten brands, Shut right? the so fuck up. So, it's, like, up. it's like taboo. Yeah. It's, like, black chicks. It's, like, fucking Asian house, chicks. It's, whatever. like, whatever. So, they have taboo, which is their gnarliest one. It's, like, bondage and fucking fisting and just, like, the gnarliest shit. So the fisting issue, there's a chick on the cover holding a fist covered in lube, like by her pussy like this. That issue <laughs> went out to all the Big Brother subscribers and all the fetish people got the Big Brother. So it got switched. Like, so crazy. And then like the third thing was like, that was like two big hits or whatever. And then like, they just kept doing like gross shit. Like, did people just got over like, dicks and shit and like because you know how those dudes are it's like yeah that shit's funny like a little bit but it's like it's pretty gross you know it's just like people don't want to watch people shit and like fucking have their dicks out and like like you could easily cut that out and still put in all the other shit and it'd be great you know it's like or something but just like i don't know it's just too much so advertisers are like like i don't want to like people just started pulling out slowly 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 and then just died out i remember like the the letters that they used to get in they had Chris Pontius answer all the letters. I remember uh, Dave Carney did it back in the day when I was like 13 or 14. It was like some kid talking about jerking off and like yeah. timing when he like busts a nut. It's like normal and da 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 da. Yeah. And they would like write back like making the kid feel like awkward but also like being kind of cool yeah. or sometimes just being fucking pretty it's condescending. It's so but... crazy but it's just so funny. I just, I remember that so vividly getting that issue and looking through it for some reason. I remember like, the issue. I remember reading it like. Checker had interviews, like, board signing, like, a fucking eight-star Henry on shit. He's, like, nine or something. Yeah. Or he's, like, ten. He's probably my like age. wrote for Clockwork or something. Yeah. And fucking, um, it was, like, him, like, Omar Salazar when he's, like, 12 and shit. And then, like, yeah. and then, so they interview Sheckler, and they're, like, 
he's like, yeah, dude. He's like, I was like fucking 10 or some shit. And he's like, this shit was just all over the news. He's like, my mom like told me to go in another room. And then I just like had my, heard my mom like yelling with someone. Like, so like, they didn't even know. They were just like, oh, like interview, like you're on the cover. Like they didn't know what was actually in the magazine, you know, like so the Sheckler family just like. So crazy. So, so check that fucking documentary out. Take a note out fucking of fucking craziness. Yeah. Big Brother playbook. Super crazy. Um, that's dope. I re- I've, I've seen some like bus stops and shit on that. And I want to check that out. Big yeah, Brothers. Came out. I have a few old bro- Big Brothers. I'm super stoked. Yeah, I think I still have some in my garage. I have like a. I probably have like three bins like this, just with magazines. We should bring from, some like, back old bags. Yeah. These fucking liners. I'm going to talk about one more thing. I think I emailed it to myself. So I remember. But Another one too, real quick. Man Who Sold the World. That's like literally one of my favorite fucking documentaries. That's good That's just the dopest story. It's the world how Steve Rocco blew up World Industries and like took over the skate industry pretty much. Yeah, when I got out of World, I was like in the warehouse and I was like, one of these. Oh, yeah, they Let me go do my homework <laughs> yeah. real quick before I get on. Did you have any idea that, like, that's how, like, I don't know. I mean, it was definitely, no. I mean, it was, it was probably way different, obviously, when you run for it. Like, it was a whole oh, different yeah. fucking it's time frame. It's sold, and yeah. it's a whole different story. Yeah. Um, anyway, I did something that, that was, like, people talk about this shit a lot about the, uh, here we go. So they're talking about, um, you know, that thing that Drama and Kevion were talking, the thing that makes, like, people crazy enough to be successful or the best at something is, like, the same thing that, like, makes people, like, self-sabotage and lose everything, you know? Yeah. The fucking Scarface, the Margaret Mafia, the Goodfellas, the... How many people get super... All the shows... Yeah. That people just, like, make millions and then piss it all away. Yeah, And then make yeah. millions again. <laughs> yeah. So, like, obviously that's a fucking common theme. Like, just people that are... People like, oh, I met Michael Jordan. He was a dick. It's like... You think Michael Jordan's a normal fucking person? Yeah. No. Michael Jordan's not a normal fucking person. He wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be as good as he was if he was a normal fucking person. Yeah, 100%. Um, so that, and, like, whatever, like, you have this crazy drive to... Whatever, success, game, the game, learning, fucking problem solving. Do you think that you have that in you? Like, the thing that drives you to be successful, do you think you have that trait that self-sabotage, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you ever see that? Like, when you watch these movies, and you, or do you, like, learn from all that? And you're yeah. like... Well, I feel like a lot of that's just, like, greed and shit. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of, like, not knowing when to stop, or, like, just trying to, like... I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with the Scarface shit. Or just in general. Like, I was looking at fucking people that sell drugs. And I'm just like, you guys are all fucking retarded. Like, I've known people personally that have had hundreds of thousands of dollars, like, in their possession. And then they get rolled and lose everything. And it's like, dude, if I had fucking $50,000 when I fucking started this, like, it's just like a mentality. You know what I mean? It's like... Just, you could look at it in two ways. You could look at it like, oh, I have 200 grand. Like, I need more. I'm going to keep fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, no. You're going to fucking, let's sell everything. Let's get out of the motherfucking game. Let's take that 200 and let's fucking put 20 into 10 different things. Yeah. Like, let's start a new game. Exactly. That's I don't fucking know if that's the right thing. not like, 
legal. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I see that all the time. I've even seen it firsthand with, like, homies and shit. Yeah, like, well, I mean, look at how all these fucking people start giant businesses. It's, like, not unusual that people take drug money. Like, look at Rockefeller Records. Yeah. Look at all these record labels where dudes Or even shit like shit. that. Look where at skateboard like, companies that you already have shit going for you. Know? Like, you already have fucking... You already have all this shit going for you, and you're going to risk it to fucking make a couple of G's over here doing some illegal shit. And it's almost like, like it's, it's interesting because it's like you understand the basics of how business works once yeah. if you're a hustler and then you get your money like that. And it's like, cool. Now, apply that to the apply real world. it to the real yeah. world. You're going to have to fill out a little bit more paperwork <laughs> yeah. and pay a little bit of taxes and yeah. shit, but you can legally fucking still make a lot of money. Yeah. If you just apply it to a different, which a lot of people do in the world, like yeah. how many people were taught by the streets that were like, even white collar. Nine people. out of ten clients of ours, like nine out of ten client owners, people, like you know what I mean? Crazy. They all come from fucking some kind of hustle. Like yeah. a lot of it's we're in California. A lot of fuck people sell weed here. Pretty much everyone. Like it's fucking nuts. Like every other fuck person that comes to our door has a wax company or a fucking yeah. dispensary or they fucking know someone. You know what I mean? Wanna it's get like hats, wanna get teas, it's fucking unreal. Like. It's crazy, but I don't know. I don't know if that really answered your question, but like, I mean, I don't see it in you. But yeah, like, I just wanted to get your own. Personal yeah, fucking I feel like I'm like too like paranoid to do that. Like, yeah. I'm like worried every day, like for no reason. Like, I just something is wrong with me. I don't even know what it is. It's like an anxiety thing. Like, no, it's good. I've like talked to you about that before. Like, I have like weird anxiety where like I always have to be like, because I'm just always worried, even though I don't really have like. Like, I'm fine. Everything's cool. Well, it's you know? it's. They, I feel like you're talking about something. But like somebody's ta- like, too. I think it was. It was like Will Smith or something. He's like, the more money I get, the more worried I am. Because he's like, I have more money to lose. I have more shit to lose. Or like, something like along those lines. And it's like, it's true. It's like, the busier you get and the more shit you get, then the more you have to, I don't know. Well, it's also like, we're, you know, we're meant to be like, dealing with a different type of stress. Yeah. We're meant to be like, dealing with predators and all this shit. So like, we've have this different life that we live, but we still have these, like, instinctual genetics. Yeah. And, like, we need to stress out on something. So yeah. we're, like, finding all this bullshit in our life that really doesn't fucking matter at all yeah. to stress out about. I mean, shit matters, because if you're going to fucking blow somebody's $13,000 order, like, you're not going to be happy. But yeah. it's just, we channel our stress into, like, that type of thing. And, I mean, it's, it's really just about finding ways to manage that shit. Yeah. balance balance your shit out but um yeah i don't know the stress is good though because it's like that's something that drives people to yeah. like always want to be better or to always want to be secure or to you know like that that's there for a reason and some people don't have that shit and can just live a basic content life with whatever that's yeah cool but then some people have that shit and then they just suppress that and then that just gets pent up and then that's when you're not doing what you want to do and you gotta like use that anxiety and stress as a motivation to fucking and that's kind of what I try to do is kind of like use that to kind of like feel myself or something you know what I mean it's where it's like okay like maybe if I just go in and fucking kill it today then like I'm not gonna be as fucking anxious because I know like I don't know you know what I mean it's yeah just but like then little you're weird fucking things, crazy like, because then it's but then it's just more work as soon as you as soon as you get like okay here's where I'm caught up. As soon as you're like, and you're down here, you're like two weeks back and you're like, ooh, I'm like two days from being caught up. Let's start five new companies or some shit. Like, Dude, I know. I know. 
That's what but I then you just catch up and yeah. you figure it out. And da, da, da. Yeah. My chick's learning that right now. She's been super stoked. She went and had a meeting with somebody about opening up a space and oh, nice. taking that next step. But she's just getting to that point where she's like, I can't handle this stress and anxiety anymore. Like, yeah. I just have to take that jump. And it's almost like, take that jump, relieve the stress, give yourself a full... You're always going to have stress. There's always going to be anxiety. Just give yourself a whole new set. Yeah. That's like refreshing. <laughs> yeah, it's you like know? different problems to worry yeah, about. Exactly. Like Because it's like... <laughs> You don't need to fucking, well, obviously, we all know the proverbs about, like, worrying. Like, it's a rocking chair. It'll give you something to And, do, like, that's every quote anywhere. from yeah. that fucking book he gave me. It's, like, every person, I'm just, like, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't fucking worry. Don't fucking yeah. worry. You know what I mean? But it's, like, easier said than done when you have $10 million of dollars in the yeah, bank. Exactly. You know? but, I mean, at the same time, it's, like, you shouldn't, obviously, you know. Yeah, it's, like, the day is going to go on. Yeah. Like, the tomorrow. Life fucking goes yeah. on. Like, once you realize nobody gives a fuck and that life just is going to continue on it's like that's what you need to just realize that's you know? it but like even off that quote too it's like people that achieve like extraordinary things like yeah they're not going to be fucking normal like like maybe they are going to be an asshole maybe they are going to work 24 hours a day maybe they are going to do this or do that or fucking be weird or this because it's like they're doing something that's extraordinary you know it's yeah. like you can't like expect somebody who's you know if you're like a fan of somebody like fan of some of these people but like I wouldn't even fucking know what to say I wouldn't even want to go talk to some of these people because like you're on such a different level yeah like how am I you know if you I don't know like they treat you a certain way like you could never expect them to be able to I don't know yeah Yeah. maybe they're super cool and maybe they can understand how people think but like when you're just that fucking smart and you're talking to like a regular person like us and like you're used to living a certain way and dealing with a certain set of problems and fucking you really know you have a better grasp of <laughs> yeah. what's going on in the world yeah. than us. You're like, like on another level. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you have that much knowledge, you like literally look at the world fucking different. Dude, I mean, we all look at the world differently. But, yeah. Um, other shit I got. Some random shit. I was, I was like reading a little bit more Tools and Titans today. Like yeah, Kevin Kelly. Yeah. It's just like this one part, but it was a part that's verbatim taken from 4-Hour Work Week. And I was like reading it and I was like, remember these exact I haven't read it but I remember him like talking about it on, yeah. on the audio or hearing it on the audio book but just try to get back try to go back through and fucking like refresh like every couple sure, months yeah. but where we at Whew. it's an hour it's Boom, pretty good I think we had a lot of good uh, shit yeah. Um, yeah I don't know we'll get hopefully you liked our guests we've had so far yeah we'll try to get some more uh some more guests here in the next couple of weeks. Down yeah, maybe some more every two or three episodes. Um, fucking, yeah, thanks for watching, like always. <laughs> if you yeah. guys like this shit, subscribe. Comment below, questions, fucking comments. Like, whatever shit you guys are working on, we'd love to hear about it. We're getting, like, some DMs and shit. It's pretty cool. Links so. and articles if you guys want to share anything with us. And then, you should uh, check out. Use code... Doobie Talk, get 30% off all orders on highrideco.com. You can get your new All I Need D Rock fucking pro model board. What is it? All I Need Skate.com? All I Need Skate.com. Use the discount code FOOKS, F O O K S. Save yourself some, I think like 20% or something like that. <laughs> get yourself a nice 8.1 board if you don't ride 8.1. Got some other shapes and sizes and yeah. fun stuff um shit yeah 
until next week, uh, thanks for watching. Bam. Bye. Never do. Never do.